welcome everybody. Welcome back, Mary Beth, and welcome back, Kent Schmidt. Hello. It is Hello. seven o'clock, and it is for Sci-Fi Distilled. So tonight we are doing Thor Ragnarok. Twenty. Uh, this was twenty seventeen. Uh, and uh, of course, we're doing this because the new film, new Thor film, is coming out Friday. Love and yes, Thunder. Love and Thunder. Where we meet the new Thor, I guess, or the I'm a girl now, the new god of thunder, I guess we should call or... the mighty Thor. We're going to be meeting the mighty Thor. There you go. Yes. So, um, but before we do that, Mary Beth has some news. I have small news. Four newses. Are you ready? Here we go. News number one. Hey, Rizzo, uh, Prime has already canceled Night Sky, <laughs> which what the heck? it just started. So they're not, not going to do a second season of it. Nope. No, which was a surprise because well, they, they asked... really left it. Then they really left it kind of as a hanger, which oh, I'm yeah, not surprised, yeah. though. Honestly, I'm not surprised because remember how we kept saying about it, it. It's like the story's good, but it just it was too slow. It was slow. I mean, yeah, it, was it, it absolutely. You're, you're struggling. I always felt like I was climbing up a hill. Yeah. To get to the end of the episode. Running up that but like, it's too bad. But I, it was I, a good, the idea was good. The idea was good. I genuinely enjoyed JK. JK. Yeah, no, the acting was fine in it. It was well acted. Simmons was in yeah. It was good. Um, but yeah, just, I said, it's just, it's a struggle to watch. And I think it's just like a lot of people were just weren't going to, they weren't going to put up. They were it had a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics and an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes from audiences. People mostly liked it but it did make it did make um it did make history in this one way using well this is using amazon's immense resources but most likely jeff bezos's resources uh prime video teamed up with amazon web services ses and intel slat intel sat i don't know what that is uh to beam the show's first episode just out into space just randomly it went out there so that marks the farthest distance from the planet that a TV series has been distributed. And as a result, it made Prime Video the first streamer to distribute its con uh, to distribute its content directly into. So that's what the aliens will think. The, that's what the, the aliens are going to see next the guy. It's the historical documents. I think it's okay, a thing we so all have little rooms under our. At point of, of information here, um, this may be the first time they purposefully Beamed yeah, there's our signal show out, in, out in space forever. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's true. This stuff that's been going out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Hey, I just and want in, to say hey to Dennis and Sue, and just before we get a lot of people joining us. And, and in 4.3 years, a critic on Alpha Centauri will lambaste it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, two more news things. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong 2, Dolph. <laughs> has already started filming in Vancouver and has a March 15th, 2024 release date. Did we really need it? I don't know, maybe. Because yeah. it keeps, I don't know, I guess King Kong, the last one I think did well, right? And so, I mean, they keep making Godzilla and King Kong movies, so I don't know. If well, they keep making Godzilla know. movies. Well, no, the King Kong one has been, well, they don't make nearly as many King Kong as they do Godzilla, but there's definitely, right. where's the last one, Skull Island, right? Or something? Yeah, that was Skull, the first uh, time. Yeah. Well, Skull yeah. Island was the first King Kong movie. But this last one was just But I mean, if you go back Kong. to like the 70s and then the, you know. Oh, yeah. There yeah. weren't there weren't as many King Kong movies. No, as was it the other way around? Maybe it was Kong versus Godzilla. It was basically a King Kong movie, not a Godzilla movie, right? Yeah. The, the latest one? I guess they could. Or the first one. They're trying to the, get it. The, the, one, in the, the one in the 60s, they did they did two versions. 
one for the Asian market where Godzilla wins and one for the American market where King Kong wins. That was way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Same movie, different ending. Um, this latest one, um, there was only one version because they team up at the end and they're both good guys. Well, Godzilla's got radioactive breath, so I'm sorry. <clears throat> he automatically wins. Giant, he's he's gonna, monkey he's on fire. Beat the giant monkey every time. <laughs> And he, and he can go underwater. You just drag him down with him. Just drown him. And they played with the scale because originally King Kong was 40 feet tall and Godzilla was 400 feet tall. So Godzilla steps on King Kong and that's the end of the show. Not really, oh, yeah. No, they not really was... much of a matchup there. So anyway, what other, any other? All right. Movies? And finally, finally tonight, uh, the Stranger Things season has all dropped now. I will not spoil anything, but it was a hell of a season. Yeah. Um, the, the last crazy. episode is over is about two and a half hours long and yes. although i like it was a good story and if you liked it you'll like this but i always thought i thought this could it could have been tightened up there was a lot of dialogue in the sec in the last episode there was a lot, a of, lot of dialogue yeah but after it was set up yeah i was good with it i liked it i thought and it was, was good i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying this could have been tightened but up let's hear it for eddie how metal was that Playing master of puppets. You're, 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 that's a spoiler. So shush. That's a spoiler, which oh. we can't spoil. But <laughs> spoiler so what? What are the stranger? Well, they've probably seen the picture. The picture of him up on there is everywhere. Uh, what will the Stranger Things kids do on their summer vacation? Well, Millie Bobby Brown will be teaming up with the Russo brothers. You know them. They did Endgame and Infinity War to do a new movie called Electric State. Um, Millie Bobby Brown kind of drew not fire, but people going. Rrr. What are you talking about, Millie? Recently, when she opened, kind of, not lovingly, not, not meanly, but like kind of openly criticized the Duffer brothers saying she wanted more dead people on Stranger Things. Like She's like, we need to make this like Game of Thrones and kill more characters off. And the Duffer brothers came back and were like, you know, it's, it, no, it's not Game of Thrones. We're not going to. I mean, it's gotten darker. Well, I shouldn't say it. It's, it's, pretty yeah, it's always been pretty dark. It's always been pretty dark. Someone it, dies every season. Yeah, so I mean, and the Duffer brothers, yeah, they've already warned us that there will be more death in season five. The last, yeah, that's the, five. yeah, they, they've already approved their season five, so um, there there will be season five. The other the other show, if you're on Amazon, that if you're not watching it, is The Boys, is in season three, and if you're not Boys watching crazy. that. Well, let me put it this way. There's a lot of warnings on this show. If you haven't watched it and you have delicate <laughs> sensibilities, not for violence, sex, and I any guess. combination of that. Um, don't watch the show, but it's basically if superheroes were not really very nice people, right? <laughs> so, uh, but every season they take they they take it up a notch, and it's got our good friend Carl. Urban why is Pelock asking me why don't I have a beard? What? No, because me and Kent have one. I guess. Oh yeah. I guess that's Steve's idea of being funny. Everybody thinks they have a sense of humor, even when they don't. So. <laughs> so you realize you don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> All right. Any of that's it for the news? Are we that's good? It, that's all I got. All right. So, all right. Let's. Oh, let me do the drink. Oh, you, they're mad at me because they can see my. You guys are mad because there's reflection in my. Uh, get over it. So anyway, <laughs> Stormbreaker, right? Get over it. So uh, this is a pretty pretty summery drink. Crown Royal and cherry spice rum and amaretto and caramel. That looks tasty. Ooh, I like that amaretto. Good. So I think and you could probably skip the rock candy. I think and 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 the <laughs> sugar. Skip the pure sugar. The rest of it actually sounds like it'd be pretty good. So try that one maybe one of these days. I don't know where I'm gonna where I I never seen cherry spiced rum. I'd have to look for that. 
Um, but the other stuff I have, you know. So anyway, um, yeah. So all right. So Thor Ragnarok. This is what the third Thor movie, correct? Like yes, that? and infinitely the best of the and, three. And, it's, and not only is it the best Thor movie by far, it's probably one of the best Marvel movies. Marvel movies, yeah. Far. And I think it's because because it was just so comical. It didn't take itself too seriously at all. And I think that's we. It was just a fun, and it, and it moved. I mean, it just it oh, was yeah. constant, you pacing know, right that, along. Not, yep. No dead dead spots in that movie. <clears throat> Where you thought, okay, this could easily be picked up. The pace was like right from the get go, and they set the tone for right in the beginning. You know, he's captured, um, he's hanging by the chain, you know, and he's and he's t- he's talking to uh, uh, Surter, Surter, and you know, and as he's you know he's spinning around on the chain, and as he goes, you know, he goes the faces away from. Him. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, hang on, I'm hang on. stop, just stop. Yeah, he comes back around. I mean, right there, they sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Yep. right in that scene because it's going to be funny and and action packed because once he gets free um you know all hell breaks loose almost literally yeah <laughs> so so yeah so uh and i think the biggest reason this movie was was the director is why it was so good yeah oh, absolutely he, he put his he put his label all over he, it. he uh is of course we know him from from mandalorian um among other things but he's amazing and and really yeah he set the tone and even it said i think he said like 85 percent of the film was like ad-libbed or or just kind of done you know so uh originally they like the cult wasn't even supposed to be in it that was added uh after the fact sort of not after the fact of shooting but like the original story just had thor going to the planet mm-hmm. um it was supposed to be like the comics, which was 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 a Hulk planet, the comic series. Yes, Hulk it was kind of supposed to be based on that without yeah. without Hulk. And, right. Yeah. And then they they basically yeah you got yeah, it was oddly almost more based on a Hulkster, but yeah. It, and it ironically, worked. when the line where he says he's like we work together, you know, he's I know friend from work. work. He's a friend from work. That was a there was a kid I guess doing a. Uh, make a wish and it was his idea he, they brought a kid on set that was to make a wish and it was his idea to say that. so, so that's the kind of thing they just kind of ad-libbed so much of it it was just yep. you know so uh yeah i enjoyed it right from the get-go it was and of course you know it's epic with the led zeppelin immigrant song i mean it just, yep that's my Oh, probably my favorite scene of the whole thing yeah um, well you get to hear it twice get, in this get one, it here yeah. twice. right but when when Odin reminds Thor that he's not the god of hammers, not the god of hammers, yeah, and you see him coming in, like the they're all thing, climbing yeah, up. Like, that's 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 and of course um, the other thing that's really cool that I love about those scenes, um, that scene at the end when he's coming flying onto the bridge, you know, yep. and start playing the song, that scene and the scene where where she's kind of flashing back to the Valkyries going after him you, oh, that yeah. was the way they shot that it was almost Delicious. like something you'd see like michelangelo would have painted on a ceiling yeah. you know it's well like, the ceiling very, paintings it was yeah it was it was just so it was like a painting the way they filmed that beautifully yeah, shot it was just amazing yes. the shots the way they did it and i think it just made it look more or cgi whatever it was but it, but it made it look more like it was the gods fighting you know yes like, right because the, the valkyrie all come in on their yeah. on their yeah. more like, epic. that whole scene Pegasi. was just done so well yeah um so that occurrence where um thor does that thing onto the bridge that happened twice in the life of the comics 
Thor has uh, performance issues, let's say, when he feels like he's not worthy. And then he gets reinvested with the power of Thor and still has his original hammer at this point in, in, in the comic um, spectrum. And he, and he achieves something called Storm King Thor, where he's amped up to a thousand. Everything he's been able to do to this point gets amped up. Then a decade later, he has another crisis of, of faith in himself and Odin passes away and bequeaths the Odin force into him and he becomes Odin force Thor and has a set another scene like that where he basically cracks open a planet with the hammer um and so this is a callback to all of that where he realizes hey I don't need the hammer I'm Thor I can I can unleash all of this energy without the hammer when I have the hammer it's even bigger and better uh and then that's what takes place so that that crisis of of um worthiness if you will happened in the first movie when when odin tells him he's not worthy but this is a callback to that in the comics because he's continually refinding himself and, and realizing that he is worthy of the power and and in the second case odin gives him more power so it um it was a nice callback to those of us who are fans of the comics, seeing him swoop onto the bridge like that and lay waste that that's like yeah. storm King Thor. I shouted yeah. that in the theater. It was, it was <laughs> great. It looked it's awesome. Interesting Cause we didn't see a lot of that in previous, the lightning, you know what I'm saying? It was seemed like this movie, they, they leveraged the lightning ability more than, than they have in the past. So yeah. Um, I know, I know the other the scene where he, when he first gets back to, um, to Asgard and, and Loki is, you know, usurped odin versing odin every yeah. hole he throws the hammer and then he kind of holds loki in front of him yeah with, yep. the, with the, the you know his hand that it grabs you know knowing that the hammer is going to go right through him and that was actually taken directly from a comic yep. yes that was from comics that was from a comic so, so yeah, did 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 a, yeah he did a couple nods to the comic and just the way uh the planet uh jeff goldblum's planet uh sakar looked yeah. was was dead on lot, more reminiscent of the color like the, the thor comics are were pretty bright and pretty colorful even with you know thor warrior had like blue pants and a red cape and so he was pulling all of that into sakar and there was a panel behind them in the one shot i guess in the gladiator scene where he's fighting hulk up behind where jeff goldblum's sitting that panel was like literally lifted straight from the comic like they took it right out of the comic and put it up on the wall there was one that was from one of the wall paintings was directly from uh, Fantastic Four. I have been, yeah. But Rizzo, you're absolutely right. They they deliberately chose to take a kind of different tone with this movie. Um, Chris Hemsworth said he had he had actually watched Kevin Smith. I you guys know who Kevin Smith is. Um, he does yeah. he does movie reviews and stuff. And he reviewed <laughs> I don't know one of the earlier ones and and kind of criticized it. And Hemsworth Dark said World. that was like a, was it Dark World? Yeah, it was Dark yeah. World. And Hemsworth said it was like a kick in the ass. He's like, okay, we need to change this. And Taika agreed and some of the other people around. Yeah, well, he, 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 yeah, Taika wanted to leverage because he knew Chris Hemsworth was a, was funny. Funny good, yeah. He could be very funny. And so they uh, and so, so they yeah. they were going to leverage that. Heavily. So they all did, yes. Yeah. He so was, Taika's, he had some of the best lines, some of the funniest stuff. Oh, good, yeah. Thing, yeah. You know. he, he was very funny. And then I want, 
but look, first of all, Taika submitted a sizzle reel that included, of course, immigrant song and clips from a lot of different movies, including Big Trouble in Little China, which is one of Kent and my yep. favorites, yep. Um, to kind of set the tone. He's like, this is the tone it's going to be. He's going to be a little irreverent. It's just going to be Thor looking for his hammer, kind of the way Kurt, uh, uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell was looking for his truck the whole yep. movie, right? Yep. That kind of thing. But look at, just look at Chris Hemsworth. Look at his, look at Thor, the Chris Hemsworth Thor from the very first time we ever saw him to this. And now we'll have Love and Thunder too. Like he has changed. Do you remember he used to speak like not in old English, but like it was very- Stilted, very formal. Yeah. A these formal and thous. These and thous, yeah. And now he's just like, hey, he's a friend. Well, he was very like, arrogant too when we first. Yeah, met. he was very arrogant. Very arrogant. The character has changed, but um, not to his detriment. No. I love the character. No, no, yeah. he's definitely grown. I mean, when we finally see him again in in um, in Endgame, um, you know, and and he's fat. <laughs> His hair is all long, yeah. and I finally have the body of a Norse yeah, guy. You know, it's like it's just funny because you know that, that alone was humor. so humorous to see. Yeah, absolutely. That guy. Super quick, Christopher. How are you? I hope you're feeling better. I've yeah, been Chris, following you. How's, how's it going, man? Yep. Hope you're feeling better, man. But anyway, yeah. So he, Chris, I love what Hemsworth did with the character. And I love that they did this. It was it was genius. <laughs> and it's odd to find that kind of character development in a superhero. I mean, yeah. Tony Stark has been developed. Um, Captain America, not so much. He's still Cap. Yeah, but that was pretty much straight through. Changed Cap. <clears throat> no, you're right. You're right. You that, that was that's what he is. Bucky changed. Bucky went through a whole Bucky bunch changed. of stuff. Well, Bucky. Yeah. Well, Bucky was. It wasn't his fault that he was evil for a while. Or, wasn't his fault brainwashed he was brainwashed or bucky was brainwashed i don't think stark changed that much he got more cynical no but he realized that at the end he could make the sacrifice play and he never did that to that point yeah all the Very, other heroes yes but i didn't Captain america rubbed his nose in it that said, you're not that guy yeah <clears throat> yeah so yeah. right up at the, to the end but the um the yeah the character development that thor's experience from the first movie not so much in the second. The second was kind of a filler, a placeholder. But yeah. then from the first movie to this movie, he's huge arc. He is now a fully developed, rounded individual with, with his own ideas about how yes. things should be run. Ready, and ready to be king of what's left of it. Ready to be king now, right. that, now that Odin's gone. And then well, he gets it this up. This movie, of course, directly sets up Infinity War. Yes. Right. It is a direct yes. setup for Infinity War. And uh, of course, you know, spoiler alert, we know what happens to the four folks on that ship um, in Infinity War. Uh, it doesn't go well for them because um, our friend, our friend from Burlington shows up and Joel. Yeah. Joel. <laughs> Those of you who don't know, we, we call Joel. Um, <laughs> we call him. Yeah. Joel Barnes called Thanos. We call him Thanos because he kind of looks like a little bit. There's a resemblance. Yeah. Yes. But to kind of what you were just saying, um, Kent, was pretty, was actually very accurate because if you contrast Loki, Loki up to this point hadn't really changed at all. And the writers, like he wasn't going to change. Yeah. And the writers knew that. So they kind of made him a bit of a punching bag for this movie. And that kind of worked. Well, he's because he wasn't he wasn't well, about to have and, any major and, character development. And again, that you know? leads right into Infinity War. He's a punching bag for Thanos because yeah. he's trying to protect his brother. Right. Yeah. Uh, fact, which he had never would have done. 
before. I love, I love I love the scene when when Thor is fighting the Hulk and the Hulk grabs Thor and just kind of spinning <laughs> him around. And Loki's like, "See, see, see, <laughs> see what it feels <laughs> like." That was in Avengers. That was my favorite. My favorite scene was yeah. when Hulk just grabs him and goes slam, 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 slam back and forth. Unique like God. he's just a rag doll. So I, I I really thought that was a that was a that fun. was an awesome scene. Yeah, yes. and, and of course the the greatest one of the best scenes in this movie is the interaction with the Hulk and Thor when they're in the room of course Hulk gets out of the hot tub naked yeah and you know Thor's just like I just don't need to see yeah that. didn't need to see look away look away <clears throat> giant green rage like, you know the whole argument like, he's like he's like I'm like I won no I won you know that kind of thing who beat who you're uh, more like a smoldering fire and that's Thor. been and that Thor Hulk rivalry has kind of again been a theme in the comics as well and even the cartoons mm-hmm they were kind of going along with that same thing where they were always kind of battling each other who was going to, who was stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that started actually in the Avengers when Thor threw the hammer and Hulk sees it go by and grabs it thinking he can just grab it. And it carries him across the helicarrier through right. multiple walls. And he's like, Oh, that wasn't like, as easy I like as the way it used it in the beginning. Thor used it as a paperweight <laughs> with the, hellhound or whatever it was chasing him and he kind of like drops it in his mouth and the thing goes can't, it can't move mm-hmm. because yep. the hammer is stuck to the ground and it, of course it can't pick up the hammer so. well he did he did it to loki and <laughs> in, in uh the first door he yeah. set the hammer on his chest and just left it there and, and loki literally can't even breathe because every yeah. time he lets out an exhalation that hammer pushes hammer down a little down. further and won't go up yeah, and, so. of, and of course everyone was trying it and cap it like just and and honestly and that's why they and, think, and thor's like speaking of the hammer they they establish how helena how powerful she is right in the beginning you meet right her away. first time you meet oh, her god yeah and destroys it she just like it was nothing so you realize yeah. oh, oh. and she well, wielded it remember when the yeah. ceiling came down and you see the other story behind which yeah she, talk about she, Odin. that was originally about her Odin. hammer but that was right. her hammer like that was you know she had wielded it at first Okay, let's talk about Odin as a dad. He really didn't not, tell Loki his origins. He didn't he's tell not anybody perfect. about his daughter Hela. Yeah, he's not a. He's an early. And their not former a, life rampaging. Yeah, he's not boiling. a good. That's the thing. Helen has a good point. She's like, oh, all of a sudden he was taking over all the nine realms, and then he's like, he has this change, immediate change of heart that he's going to be a nice guy now. But he wasn't a, a nice guy at one point. He was. He no. was taking over. He's in his. His reason was peace through superior firepower. He was just going to conquer everybody and impose peace versus trying to negotiate back and forth between the various factions and try to even everybody out and make sure it's all fair. He says, no, I'm going to conquer everybody. You're going to be peaceful because I say you're going to be peaceful. I say so. Which is... But the point is, is that he's flawed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, And actually, Anthony Hopkins was not going to to do this movie until he read the script and then he, he liked it. So he decided he was yeah, not going to come that's back. That's true. And, I read that too. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. And of course, it, and, and the other one I noticed when, when they're doing the actor, which you may have not noticed, it was Sam Neill playing him as, as the yeah, actor. Yeah. So the, that little yeah. stage play, play was, um, was the vignette. The only way was, you really recognize the voice that gives it away. Yeah. It was Sam Neill as Odin is Matt Damon as Loki. And it was Hemsworth's brother, Hemsworth's brother Luke, Luke or Liam. I think it was Luke You're playing right. Thor. Playing and they Thor. do, they do. <clears throat> and the story how uh, Loki has to be the hero. It's like, and wait a minute, that's not. 
and yeah, you know i did say earlier glorious yeah his death was good i did say earlier loki had up to there he hadn't changed i think now especially with that with the addition of the tv series the loki tv series i think loki is going to start changing now i think he's well gonna, well he i think they were i wonder if they were even teeing that up way back in 2017 they may have they may have they, yeah. they started it in thor dark world the one redeeming part of thor dark world is when loki makes this a sacrifice quote unquote um to to save the day against the dark elves uh and doesn't get killed in the attempt but we think he was briefly um so being able to to even try to make that sacrifice for thor was a major turning point a major yeah achievement for for loki but did you notice in this movie when at the end right after they do let get help <laughs> Loki's laying there and Thor has his number now. Thor gets him. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to trust you and you're going to betray me. And it's going to go round and round and round. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. He leaves him there and walks up. But then comes my favorite, favorite line, which I actually have a gif of that I use sometimes. Uh, Korg and Meek and them guys come in. (laughs) Hey, we're about to steal this spaceship. You want to come? And Loki's like, you guys look like you're in desperate need of leadership. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I love. That. Thank you. I use that on everything. Well, thank you. I didn't print up enough pamphlets. I didn't print up pamphlets. So let's talk about some of these so, other so characters because they are amazing. Speaking of the revolution, if you've ever, if you, <laughs> any Marvel movie, you should always watch till the absolute bitter end of the credits. There's the Jeff Goldblum thing where he yeah, at the end fronts all the people and he's like, well, hey, this is a successful rebellion. You know, you you know you you wouldn't have a rebellion if there wasn't somebody to actually rebel against. So you're welcome. You know, he's just <laughs> typical Jeff Goldblum the way he delivers yep. it. And then you don't know what happens. Like that's it. Like it just ends. Like you don't. You think are they gonna? I really thought they were gonna, gonna hit him with the gonna... with the uh, electric net that they did. Um, that they did Thor early. That would have been Thor, funny. Yeah. Maybe they did his character. He was uh, he was the same kind of character as uh, Benicio del Toro's the collector. Right, the collector. Yeah. Were they actually brothers, or were they just both? Um, no, you know, actually, in the Marvel uh, universe, elders or in the Marvel are. universe, the universe as a living being, if you will, um, whenever there's the last of a species, the universe makes that person immortal. And they become part of another species called the Eternal, not Eternals. Uh, no, I no, the what they Elders, call it. or the Elders, or something like that. Right. So, yeah, so, so, so he is an he is an Elder, He's and an so elder. is the Collector. They are the last of their species, so they are they are immortal. Um, Interesting. So that's that's where that comes. So that's how yep. because remember he's been on um, the planet for Sakar Sakar for the since the beginning. He was the original person to land there, and remember time works funny there. Because remember, like Loki was there like weeks before, and they were only a few seconds apart. So, right. Um, so, so yeah. It, so it there's moves, all kinds of things. Time moves the thing. So no, they are not. They are not related. Okay. Although, but they are. They, they are, are technically yeah. in the Marvel universe the same race because all the same, the last of any race becomes a part of the new race. Right. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Well, that's a, cool. It's a weird Marvel thing. They could that was have well said it. though. You you got it right. A lot of people mess it up, but. Rizzo with the win. So we've got Korg played by the director himself, Taika Waititi, <laughs> and me running around. We've got our Valkyrie uh, played by Tessa. Um, what's her last name? Tessa Johnson, right? Who is now the Valkyrie? Uh, originally, she was Valkyrie. a Valkyrie, but she now she's Valkyrie. the Valkyrie. Jeez. Right, because they're all dead. Right. She was awesome. She she's like 
I read the script. I wanted to play it like Sarah Connor from Terminator. And I was like, oh, I, I guess if Sarah was drunk, or, like, because yeah. <laughs> she comes out like her opening thing is she comes. She falls, out off, the she falls off the off the ramp. <laughs> but she gets right back on again. <laughs> well, that's the thing when he. When, uh, Jeff Goldblum sitting there and he's going, you know, he go, you're the, you know, you're the B word, you know, I always it's B word. And the woman goes, what? Uh, no, he said, what does she call her? Uh, trash. <laughs> he's like, no, you were just waiting to say that, haven't you? Like, <laughs> no, the B, what? He goes, what, boozy? <laughs> <laughs> and so we got, we've got, uh, so we got Jeff Goldblum as whatever he was and then his little sidekick lady her the actress oh, in she, was, House, she was awesome she, was she is a new zealand actress that had worked with taika before so he threw her in there i loved her deadpan just deadpan everything and then back well, she's, on, like, she's, she's like how about that melty side, gun thing but she's yeah, like the typical side, sidekick that melty. has to deal with the leader that's an idiot yeah and, and, yeah. and, like, and that's crazy. like so yeah, she's so, like so, she's over it she's so like, typical you're just like yeah I have to deal with this moron. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the melty stick. It's getting on me. I'm. It's getting on me. <laughs> she hands him. He's like. He's like. Don't it's interrupt like me. She hands him the stick. It's like no, no. That's not a cardinal. He's interrupt- that's, not a, that's not a capital offense. He just interrupted me. <laughs> and then back on back on Asgard, kind of rounding out the cast are three amazing characters. But but we, I'll talk about the difference between Sakar and Asgard in a second. But back on Asgard. We've got Idris Elba as Heimdall. Yep. We've got uh, Carl Urban as Scorg. Scourge? Scourge. 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 And we have the amazing, incredible, beautiful Kate Blanchett as Hella herself. Um, was her kids that talked her into doing this. And her kids talked her into doing it. Three fans. amazing, incredible performers. But to be honest, and I'm not the only one who thinks this, I saw so many reviewers who all said the same thing. What was going on back on Asgard was not nearly as interesting, nearly as interesting or as yeah. fun as what was going on. Oh, like, we just I mean, that's not even that's not even a contest. Yeah, it's not even a contest. Yeah, I mean, but just the well, movie kind of knew that. Like, I think the movie got the sense, like, yeah, but that was yeah. the main plot. Asgard was the main plot. Yeah, Asgard was right? the main plot, but it turned out to be just like, okay, we got to get back there so we can like have the video. No, because they pop back and just see what was going on. Oh, she's killing everyone. Okay, great. Yeah, and then they go back to yeah, and then they go back to Scar. It's it's plot whiplash. I mean, you're supposed to care about what's going on on Asgard because that's where all the 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 consequences and stuff are. Yes. But in you're having more fun watching the stuff on Sakar, so you're not supposed to want to watch Sakar. You're supposed to want to so watch the drama. Asgard, but yeah. yeah, back and forth, and and yeah, whiplash. I mean, serious. You know, it's just, the stuff they put in there, like you know, when Thor finally gets on the uh, on the on the jet that that. The Hulk came in and he's trying to get it to start and he's using the hand. Strongest Avenger. Yeah, strongest Avenger. Thor. Access denied. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Point break. And he goes, Access granted. He goes, Stark. Stark. (laughs) And then, of course, then, of course, the Hulk just destroys it. Yeah. Yeah, But but then Bannon walks on and Bannon's like, Strongest Avenger. Hi, Dr. Bannon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But back. Sorry, back on Kate Blanchett, she actually does get a good couple of blows in because she's walking through Odin's little treasure trove room there. Yep. And she's checking out all the stuff and she identifies the Infinity Gauntlet as fake. Which it's it, fake. Yep. Which yeah. is confirmed. It is fake. And she sees the Tesseract. Like she's, you know, she's kind of like. Er, er, er. And the cask of infinite winter. Uh, and the, the ca- and, and searcher's horns. She sees and or his crown. It's his helmet. crown. Yep. It's not an eyebrow. It's, it's an eyebrow. I thought that was an eyebrow. 
It's a crown. It's a crown. <laughs> voice, and that was voiced by Clancy Brown. I adore Clancy Brown. Right, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's he's got a good voice. It's gravelly yeah. and deep. The other thing I loved about this, and I know they stuck it in. This was again something that Watiti um, threw in at at kind of the last eleventh. Uh, I wouldn't say eleventh hour, but was the whole scene with Doctor Strange. Um, that yes. was only stuck in there because they were just about to tear those sets down for yes. that for the for the house that he lives in. And but that whole scene was hysterical. And the fact that you know when he Loki's being, I've been falling for half for an hour. minutes. <laughs> and the beer and the beer that just kept the beer refilling. that kept refilling. Who That's what we need, Doctor Strange for. Just, yeah. So uh, you know, it really it really makes Doctor Strange is really quite a badass because he can pretty much like he was just like. I don't care who you people are. I'm just here. You're okay, going. Get off my planet. planet. Okay, goodbye. You know, like, yeah, get off my planet. Kind of like thing. Loki's coming in. All right, I'm done with you. Goodbye. That was awesome. Because but, prior to this, we had only seen, we hadn't seen Doctor Strange we, with the, any of the Avengers. It was just. No, we had. We no. didn't even. No, it was just a standalone movie. film. Yeah, we yeah, just had this one movie and he wasn't connected point. yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although the new Multiverse of Madness, I don't know how well that really. Oh, well, I guess it connected at least to Wanda and then from there, but. Yeah, I haven't um, seen it, but well, and it's the after effects of Spider-Man: No Way Home. So. And it's the after effects of Spider-Man. Yeah, okay, so he's kind of a Spider-Man too. The other thing I kind of want to praise Taika for uh, is some really smart decisions. He originally the whole scene where Odin dies and Hela comes actually originally took place in New York, and they'd filmed a bunch in of an stuff alleyway. On, in yep. an alleyway, like on a city. And Taika, I mean, that was so smart. He really, no, this is too distracting. This can't happen in the city. And he moves it out to Norway. Because the original, the the original scene where she catches the hammer and shatters it, they showed it in the previews, but they're in an alleyway. Yeah. And it's like, well, they're in a field. How did that happen? How did that happen? Which is common. I mean, we see that happen more and more and more these days. You see that all the time. Yeah. But that's not the point. He was smart to do this because a odin leaving should have been impactful and we all it is we just have right. to sit with it because it's all we have we nothing else to look at and then her arrival should be impactful and it is because there's nothing else to look at it's her yep. and destroying that mjolnir so i think that was actually very smart on his part well that's why he's a great director that he is that's why he's a great director and that's i'm true. dying to see love and thunder i think love and thunder is probably gonna be pretty good too yeah it's it's gonna uh, be spectacular I'm really hoping it's gonna be pretty good I don't know very much about Jane as Mighty Thor, so I this is gonna that part's gonna be all new to me. It was a radical departure in the comics, and it caused a huge amount of uproar among basically white incels. But uh, <laughs> that's a whole separate issue. But they, the the comic loving the comic loving kid who lives in his mom's basement and and collects well, the comics. Original, and, the original comic was anybody was Thor who who could wield the hammer, right? So it theoretically could be a woman. I mean, it didn't. It could be anyone. Yeah. Anyone. So yeah. one of the other um, fit with with the canon. One of the other neat touches, and they kind of alluded to it um, when Thor is walking around in his human form on Earth in disguise. The hammer umbrella. is an umbrella or a cane. Right. And he can hang it on things and, yeah. and but nobody the else can umbrella, pick up the, the umbrella fits. The umbrella makes the so God much more thunder. sense. He's got a fire. Yeah. He's gonna have an umbrella. Because he might want to get wet. So it's I just right. I, traditionally I just, in the comics it was always a cane. It was a cane, right. yeah. And and he hid as a doctor right. whose ID he had in the first movie. He that's the ID he ends up with 
um, when they're hiding him from the shield guys and Jane's making like he's another astrophysicist or whatever. His doctor name then was the one from the comic. Um, but yeah, they, they little callbacks all through it. Um, the, well, even the helmet that he wore when he was fighting the Hulk. Oh yeah. He that yeah. Is yeah. from a comic as well. They yeah. pulled that from the comics. Yep. So they did. You know, I, so they always are kind of doing those little nods. Yeah, tons of them. The movie was packed full of them. Now, I did just praise Taika for his choice to relocate those couple scenes, but should I be criticizing Taika for the very unceremonious and really quick way he just dispatched the Warriors 3? Like, yeah. not even a fi- like I that kind of bummed me out, actually. I was like, hey, what? Okay. Like, they just gone. Like, A, they should have fought harder, I would think. And B, now we don't get them anymore in the movies. Right. They, they, they could have been driven off the there was could have been driven out of Asgard. Because the actor, actor. We might get Sif. Because ostensibly, yeah. she was on a mission, so she wasn't there, yeah. so we might get to see her again. Maybe she's right. They, well, the, the actor had a conflict. That's why she wasn't there. The actress had a conflict, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that means the character survives somehow. I was bummed. I yeah, they did. You're right. The they did, he did get rid of them pretty quickly. Um, that was They were dispatched rather <laughs> without... Again, I think that was intended to show how strong she was, but... Right. I think that was pretty. They, much they already established that with the hammer. The hammer. <laughs> yeah, when she smashed the hammer, that was pretty much all you need. Um, so that that probably Chris was overkill. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That was like the uh, one you know, bummer in the movie. They, I guess, they weren't to me. They weren't that pivotal in the previous movies, anyway. I mean, they were in the first one, Thor movie. They were more sort of, kind of. They, they, they not so much. I don't know. Right. They weren't barely um, even in the second one. Yeah, so uh, no, they weren't barely even. No, in the I think second they one, were I... just. I think they were just kind of right. You know, I think part of it was just they weren't that. Simple. Well, and they've had they've had character mass character creep. I mean, every one of the individual origin movies has a slew of background characters, and they can't bring them all. Yeah, they can't all be in in in, in Civil War. Yeah. Or, or Infinity War, War or, Infinity or, War or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so I, I get that they're they're pruning the tree, if you will, so they don't have to show four hundred. <laughs> You've been watching characters. Loki. You work for the TVA, don't you? I do work for the TVA. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a variant. Um, so I, although having them show up when everybody in an in, in Endgame comes through the portals, that would have been that would have been a great touch because valkyrie showed up why not the warriors three so i get that now i get the oh, point of the movie dead. asgard is they're dead place. at that it's point it's a yeah. people <laughs> but they would have been the biggest representatives of asgard like they would have been the only bit of asgard that thor would have had left or the asgard yeah. asgardian people had left to carry you know what i mean as like leaders or whatever but and they would have served well as protectors for whatever they would have asgard served really ends up well. being but I think but that has fallen. They would have the gone Valkyrie. down. They would have gone down trying to fight Surtur. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. They probably would have. I, but I think now I haven't. Again, I no one's seen Love and Thunder. It's not out yet. But just from the previews, the coming attractions, the ads on TV, uh, it looks like our Valkyrie has taken up a position of some kind of leadership. Well, she's given kingdom of. Uh, she's she's the ruler of Asgard as of the, the new ruler end of, of Asgard, Norway. Exactly, <laughs> or wherever yeah. they are. As of as of the end of um, was it Endgame? No. Uh, yeah, Endgame is when we we go back. Yeah, and yeah, see yeah, her. yeah. Because see her, at that yeah. time they had lost in uh, Infinity War. They had lost to to Thanos. Right. Um, that's when we see Fat Thor was in Endgame. 
Right. Yeah, that Thor was in that there. Thor. And his hair grew back. <laughs> right. That was so. another nod to 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 traditional uh, gladiatorial games is they would shave yeah, they'd cut the their heads hair. of the people before they would go and become go out and fight the so that was kind of a, again a throwback to Roman. Yeah. How about that psychedelic chair ride to the to the um, with the Willy Wonka oh, with music? The Willy, with the Willy Wonka. Wonka music. Music. <laughs> I love that when you think of they're doing the thing. It's like the, you're on the edge of the known <laughs> and the unknown. <laughs> We're all lost things. Um. Congratulations. Well, you know that was, there was another. They they stuck it in there though. I I didn't catch it till literally this last time, and I said, but they gave a nod to another TV series that had as a lot of Asgard in it and that was Stargate SG-1. They actually used the Asgard theme from Stargate right. SG-1 in this film. Um, and that was directly that was done on purpose. It was meant to be a nod to to the other the other franchise that used Asgard. Of course the yep. Asgard and SG-1 are the gray aliens. Little tick yeah, little aliens. Gray aliens. which was a great yeah. I'm rewatching that whole series okay. and I'm like, you know what? Some of this stuff was just great and uh anyway, we've already done SG one, so I won't go in there. <laughs> Call back to other episodes. Very smart, Rizzo. There you go. People will be looking at our back catalog. Go back, go back to SG one. So <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. There's just so. What else did we talk? What we, did we finish our our um... rundown of the characters? Yeah. So Scourge. We, we hit everyone. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah, talk about Scourge. Really talk to Carl. Let's talk about oh. Des and Troy. Yeah. <laughs> he um he redeems himself. He does, yes. Although At the very end, although it was kind of like he was originally trying to save himself. Right. He snuck onto the had, ship. And then he had a kind of a change of heart at the last time. So was it was it really a change of heart or was it again another level of self-preservation? Right. Maybe and it he never but yeah, he ends he up never, dying at the end. So never emptying uh M16. Well they did finally go empty. Well, finally, yeah, finally once he was down, he had to click, 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 and then he started using them as, as, as after forty-seven point six. Yeah, of, after yeah, there was well, those held. Those were thirty, I think, thirty-round clips in those guns, and he had about three hundred rounds, right, easily. <laughs> but it's TV, you know, guns don't run out of ammo unless it's, it's they true. want. So unless yeah, it's ammo. traumatic. What did he name them? Desi and, Des Troy. and Troy. Desi and Troy destroy. Des and Troy. And his shake weight. Like he's like, hold my stuff. And it's yeah, and you like, hold my stuff. Sitting there. Weird. Stuff there's like the Vespa. Earth. Yeah, and there's the like a Vespa yeah. there. The shake weight. The shake weight. When he's the sitting there, he's weight. like, they're like, is this important? You got Thor's hollering to get beamed back to to, to Asgard. He's <laughs> playing with the, with the shake weight. Yep. The shake weight was apparently Taika's, and he had it on the set of uh, Green, the Green Lantern when he did that with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, we don't yeah. speak of that movie. No, I. You know what? I don't mind that movie. It doesn't bother me. I like it. I've seen it a couple times. I think it's fine. I don't know. Everybody hates it. I mean, if I have, I think for Ryan, I'd rather have a Deadpool Ryan than a Green Lantern Ryan. But that movie was fine. Well, he takes care of it all at the end of Deadpool too. Yeah, he shot the. He ends yeah, up he does. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, who's reading this for Green Lantern, in the head. <laughs> Not that one. So, he's one of a select group who have been in both DC and Marvel. Marvel, um, Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four, and obviously Captain America. Um, we have Thanos and uh, uh, 
Cable. Yeah, I so, Cable. Oh, that no, was, Cable's, um, Cable's Marvel. Sorry. Um, Cable was in Deadpool, too, right? Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. So he's, that's two Marvel movies, two, two Marvel universes. Um, there, there's been a couple of other ones that, that successfully made the jump over, but. Um, the actors not, or the characters? You just mean the actors. No, the actors, yeah. And, and not too many that have gone back the other way. They, they go from DC to Marvel, but, or from Sony to Marvel, and then they don't go back. But. Well, given Multiverse of Madness, we might get a lot more Sony. Um, since we're talking about people and characters and stuff, let's do all roads because, hey, kids, we got roads tonight. Yeah, lots of roads. Giant yeah. super highways. Yeah. Uh, Clancy Brown did a turn. He played Surtur. We talked about that. He took a turn on Enterprise. Sam yeah. Neill, we talked yeah. about him. He's like in Voyager in a photo or a video clip or some tiny little thing in the background, and people call it all the time. Like, oh, Sam Neill was in Voyager. Okay. Um, Carl Urban, Doctor McCoy in the reboot. Doctor McCoy in the reboot. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth, George Kirk in yep. 2009. Um, 2007, Idris yeah. Elba Idris was yeah. our baddie in Beyond. And Benedict Cumberbatch, our Doctor Strange, was Khan. Quite a bit. Khan, yeah, all from all from the reboots. All from the reboots, with the no. Of, with the exception of uh, of um, Clancy. Clancy and Sam. And and, 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 yeah. and Neil. But uh, yeah, all reboot characters this time. Nothing much else. One million visual effects artists and all that kind of stuff. But yep. but it was all reboot, which was kind of interesting. Usually, it's sort of. Usually, like Deep Space Nine is always well. You can always count somebody to have been in Deep Space Nine because for some right. reason that thing just cycled. Yeah, it had a lot of like had a lot of characters. Yeah, but yeah, this time it was all reboot, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nope, not at all. Nothing wrong with that. Most well, no, I guess it's, say some of these people you almost expect to be have been in a Star Trek, like in, you know, we should see like Jeff Goldblum in a, in a DS Nine episode or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They way can't afford it, but Anthony Hopkins would have been great. Anthony Hopkins probably, yeah. Ooh, yeah, he would have been really great. For, uh, yeah. for them. For so what did you guys think in general? Did you feel like, you guys liked that it was funny. Some people think that the movie was too flippant and it undercut the threat or the danger or the menace or whatever. What did you guys think? And you guys can start typing in the chat too. What did you guys think? Too flippant? Or just no, I like I like when movies do this when franchises do this kind of thing. Um, it takes some of the serious in a way. It's supposed to be fun, you know. Again, these the movies are they're they're there to entertain you, yes. right? Um, and that is their primary goal is to well, the primary goal is to make money, but they do that by entertaining you. So again, we were kind of talking about last week about a popcorn movie. This is definitely a popcorn movie. Oh yeah, just like Guardians, it, it fits in well with the Guardians. Guardians is another excellent example because Guardians is, has the exact. Yeah. Guardian. Someone I was listening to one reviewer say Guardians is arguably a comedy first, and a superhero movie. Second. First one, yes. Second one, not so much. The second one was less funny, but it was. Yeah, um, but it still had some good stuff in it, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, don't push that button. Yeah, that, that, button, that alone. Bad, no. Anything with Rocket oh, no, is no. just awesome. I am Groot. I am Groot. I'm Groot. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, good. as a as a whole block of movies, the quotability is just oh, it's up there. Well, staggering. Look, all the Marvel movies have some level of humor in them. Oh yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm some waiting on some of them are more, more serious. Note, than man. 
you know, but they all have some kind of, you they're know, they're all a little irreverent sometimes. Like they're all just little, yeah. And that's I mean, cool. even when you got that's... to end game, when it was like, there was still some funny stuff in there. Yeah. You yeah. Know, um, you know, the stuff, the stuff with uh, Ant-Man was, was pretty funny, you know, that they were doing about the way they were kind of abusing poor Ant-Man. <laughs> they weren't taking him seriously at first. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, uh, I liked I liked the fact that they did these humorous. I think I think they <laughs> added, probably could have done more of this. We'll see what the new movie is like. Um, you know, if they continue. Well, the, and, and I think Love and Thunder is going to be a springboard into the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They almost have to, I think. Um, I'm up, I saw what the Star Lord's in the in the clips. I've seen him on TV on the previous right. ad, so we know they're there. So I, I think they're going to use that as a, at the watch for in credits. Is scenes. that what? Like I know Marvel has released their game plan. Is a Guardians movie next on the docket? I don't know because you know, they changed the order. Um, they did. They they messed with well, and that's why Black Window Widow ended up so out of order. Um, yes. If they had released Black Widow when they initially were going to, that would have changed because that was supposed to come out. Um, prior to Endgame so we would know that Widow made we wouldn't know that Widow made the sacrifice uh, but then they they changed the ending and, and slotted it in after uh, Endgame okay, so. Moon Knight, Doctor Strange we got that, Miss Marvel's happening now it's all one thing um, now, they load it all in together which kind of cracks yeah, me and up then they're mixing in, they're mixing in Thor Love here. and Thunder, She-Hulk is next oh and then Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and then Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, and then the Marvel. So, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's... Mm. Um, they've so put, let me, let um, me ask you this. Yes, With yes. All that that you just said, do you think they're burning out their franchise? No, no. It's infinitely tappable. They, they've got... But I, mean, I mean, as a genre, when do you think superhero movies will kind of become not so great anymore that people will kind of get tired of them yeah well, i it's, mean it's it's been 20 years at this point it's right? been 20 yeah it's been a it's long, been long run and we're still rolling with this stuff i mean how long has hemsworth been playing thor like 17 years now well i think the it first doesn't seem like it thousand what was the first one was Four? 2004 right something like that it's been a long time since the first one because yeah, they they still weren't sure that that whole thing was going to work. They did Iron Man; it hit big. Yeah, Iron Man and the original Iron Man was good. The second and third one, mm. but uh, Iron Man was two thousand eight. So Thor was two thousand eleven. So over ten years. But that wasn't what was the was that the first Thor was two thousand eleven. Well, I guess I guess our, Iron Man was the first really one. In the Iron Man was two thousand eight. Yeah, I mean there was there had been some hulks. And some Spider-Man oh, kind of creeping First of all, the two full, the, the first two Hulk movies really don't count. Don't count. Yeah. With Ed Norton, you don't do Ed yeah, Norton. Even Hulk. the Ed Norton one. You know, it was funny because I was like, they should have brought Ed Norton back, but then Ruffalo just kills it. So yeah, Ruffalo right. kills it. Or I mean, Eric Banya. I'm, I'm good with Ruffalo. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Aaron Banya was that Ruffalo. great either. But they brought the general, the one the um Thunderbolt Ross. Liv Tyler, yeah, they yeah. brought Thunderbolt. That's weird. All right, anyway. Who knows? Maybe Ed Norton wanted too much. What money. were we talking about? 
<laughs> I was just it's asking in general if you think the run if oh, the, it'll keep going. It, it's going to be another ten years before it plays. Well, out. You know, you look at Star I mean, Wars and stuff. I think some of the Star Wars stuff, not so much the TV shows, but I think some of the films have kind of kind of petered off. And, and that's it's going the other way on Marvel. Some of the Marvel TV shows aren't doing you know incredibly, but the movies are consistent. Well, uh, I mean, like they they're not they're not all yeah right because if you watched. um Eternal. I mean, I've run into a lot of people was just who bad. didn't watch and didn't want to watch Loki. Yeah. Loki was I good. Loki. I, I thought it was great, but and there's Wanda, a whole bunch of Wanda people Vision, that didn't well, want to keep... directly feeds into Multiverse of Madness. Right. There's no two ways around it. Yeah, Mon- right. WandaVision was good. Multi- yeah. Eternals was not good. Eternals no, was not Eternals good. Was not With good. one exception, the original Marvel TV stuff was spectacular. Daredevil was fantastic. Um, uh, uh, Luke Cage was magnificent. Jessica Jones was good. Iron Fist. So yeah. one could argue that DC is doing better in their TV shows, not necessarily better than Marvel, but better than their films. Oh yeah, you, you could definitely. Say I mean, because like yeah, the Flash and and stuff like that have had better. I think better. Better. The over the all the Arrowverse stuff is better yeah. than than I, the Marvel. I think, I think it seems that they found a better niche in television than they do in films, because for some reason they just they can't seem they to can't get, get the films right. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So I haven't seen the the I haven't seen the most current Batman though, so I can't speak to that one. People liked it. I had thoughts about it, but people liked it. I, I it was it was <laughs> mediocre, but I liked it. I mean, I'll, I'll. I didn't hate it. But I didn't this, hate it. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it. There's this one scene where he's walking, coming out of the shadows of a dark tunnel, and he's coming and coming and coming and coming. You see your footsteps, footsteps, footsteps. In the meantime, the bad guys, they could have like finished doing what they were doing, had a sandwich. Footsteps, footsteps. footsteps. <laughs> he just never gets there. Just get there. This was. It was a much more detective Batman, though. Yes, it was very much a detective Batman. I was okay with that. But if he would just hustle up, <laughs> yeah, move it, <laughs> make it march. Coming, along. coming, and they're all standing there. Who is that? Okay, but like I said, it, the it, and rumor has it that they're going to integrate. While well, they have integrated Daredevil, Matt Murdock yeah, into Marvelverse, um, they're they're playing i guess with the idea of doing jessica jones yep um that'll be fun That's and you and this is not a spoiler because it was in the tv commercial for multiverse of madness there's our buddy patrick stewart oh and he was adorable he was so cute and they just showed him from behind like the back of his head and he's talking and we all knew it was him and he tweeted like how did you guys know it was me they, they only showed my ear <laughs> Like, we have loved you since the 80s yeah, we, we know, know your, your voice, voice. Yeah, a little kind of we know your voice there patrick it's yeah. kind of not it's kind of not we that knew it was you patrick yeah. you yeah. couldn't fool us <laughs> yeah they didn't, even, they didn't even try to fool us they knew we would jump on that yeah so yeah they, so yes they are trying to integrate more and more stuff i don't know where they want to take it but well, and there's some stuff that just fits the freeform and, television. And will we idea. eventually lose interest? Will it get yeah. so big and bloated that after a while, like I can't keep track, and you just lose interest because I've done I can't that watch before. them anymore. Yeah, I wish I I've hope, done that I hope to shows before. Point, is it Sony that owns Fantastic Four? Get that Disney gets it back, or gets it Marvel gets it? Gets no, that's Fox. Fox owned Fox it. I don't know. I thought it was Sony. It was Sony. Sony had Sony had Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Fox had Fantastic Four. Um, 
Yeah, so that we might actually. But get... it's all it's all Disney now. They they yeah. bought it all up. So. Yeah, I know, but they don't. They don't. They they have the rights to make Fantastic Four now. I don't see why well, not. Because Fox, they own Fox, so technically. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they bought that whole catalog. So. Yeah, so that's what I would like to see is is Fantastic Four done yeah, right. Good one. Fantastic a good one. Four. Yeah. Um, I, the first two weren't, or the first one really wasn't horrible. Jessica Alba. Yeah, the Jessica Alba one. Um, the second, second one was one, horrible. Silver Surfer was a little weak, but um, but then that that third that we oh, was just an abomination. The reboot with the, yeah, the reboot was just terrible. I don't know what they were thinking. I really don't know. Um, I like the way they did it with with Spider Man, where they made that all the reboots were just different universes. The way with, they basically brought it that was well done film, and I love that. Loved that. that was so good. Well that was done. really yes. good when you saw Toby and. Yeah, that was like okay this Spoiler is cool. if you haven't but you should have yeah. by now it was yeah. fantastic i would have loved yeah. to have seen a miles morales though yeah actually some of the other into the spider-verse characters yeah miles oh, they may still they may not spider ham so much i don't like spider ham but <laughs> spider pig spider ham spider pig spider ham yeah, from, yeah. from the from the uh simpsons <laughs> right spider pig spider pig does whatever a spider pig does Anyone? He's holding the no, we can't because he's a pig. <laughs> <he's> a pig. <laughs> we right. have descended into madness ourselves. Yeah, that, that's that's like the best part of the Simpsons movie. Yep. <laughs> Love and Thunder. See it. Yes. Love and Thunder. Yeah, Friday. Final see thoughts it. on Ragnarok. If you have anything, I mean, the, the number one word from all the reviews, everything I've read, everything I watched, the number one word for Ragnarok, fun. Everyone called it fun, and I think Excellent. it is. And it's got Led Zeppelin in it. And it's got Led Zeppelin in it. So, what's not to what's rocking. not to love? Of the, of the three Thor movies thus far, it is far superior to the other. Oh, two. and it's I would say it's far superior to a lot of the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, it rates up there. It's right up there, minimum yeah. top five. Oh, Way better yeah, than the Eternals. I mean, for me, if you like it lighter hearted, like this and Guardians are are your best bets for for laughs. Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. All right. So, all right. So, uh, what, does, what do we got coming up next week? I we Fez is on hiatus. Phil's off tomorrow, and he's just doing his usual Friday freeform on Friday. Speaking of Phil, yes, I was on his show last Thursday. Yes, tell me about the the, the telescope. And we had people. the uh, we had an engineer and and one of the um, astronomers that are working on the Webb telescope. Nice. And it was really really. I think Phil. I don't know if you can go listen to it on their website or whatever, but it was really yeah. interesting. Um, to talk to those guys and how cool this thing is going to be if you're not familiar with the uh, with the Webb telescope which is out at Lagrange point number two currently there and it should start sending images I believe around the 14th or something they're gonna have NASA is gonna have a big rollout I'm sure if Dr. Alexander's there he'll know all about it but yeah, uh, they're gonna have a big rollout with all the images this thing is going to make the Hubble look like uh, an Instamatic camera I mean, yeah, that's I mean, how, how high-end this thing is. It is designed to look at interstellar and like, stuff within our solar system very close up. I so, can't wait. I think it's very yeah, cool. It was a great stuff. time being able to thank you, Phil. For And I'm, I'm so glad you got to go. He said, hey, you want yeah. to come on? I was like, ask Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. Well, I I'm glad you got it, to do I, uh, And I was scrambling to find good questions to ask, though. Uh, <laughs> but it was very interesting. So, yeah, if you can pick that up after the fact, it was a, it was a great show. So yeah. anyway, 
That's Phil, he has it. Roy is doing a viewer's choice, which was a fantastic idea because now he has a whole bunch of ideas to keep him going for a while. But he has chosen uh, The Lathe of Heaven based on an Ursula K. Le Guin novel. And yep. that was submitted to him by Jack Daly. So Jack, thank you. We will all be checking out The Lathe of Heaven. Rizzo, what do we have next week? We are coming back to uh, our animation and we're going to do uh, Heavy Metal. Yes. So, uh, great, great film, great animation, great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of controversy around the soundtrack as far as copyright laws, which is why it was not available on VHS or DVD for a long time. For a long time. I'm not sure where I'm going to find this to watch it, but I'll find it. Um, oh, it's available now. now it's available it's now. Okay. They, they worked it out. Settled. I can, I can always yeah, watch it on Question of Illegal Confidence. Um, so. so, this is really a great film. If you're not familiar, Heavy Metal is based on a graphic on a, novel, comic on a graphic book, novel, a magazine that's still in print. Um, and it, uh, I remember Metal Herlant. It is most France. often made fun of because all the girls have lots of Right. It's, it, but it, that's not what it's about. I mean, it's, it's not more necessarily to it than there, that. Are, there are some some more to boobs, it than that. So, you know but it is it is we'll talk about it all next week oh, yeah. There's a theme yeah we'll get into it stories all the stories are connected even though it's we'll anthology. Into it. yes it's an anthology yes so, anyway we're gonna do that next week i think kent you were bugging to come back for that i would love to come back and do heavy we'd metal. love to have you back we can have you back again kent is, yes. uh, is anybody else i don't know if that's really into and this will be Victorious. our last show before shatner so after right. that we'll we're see y'all at shatner after that, I don't know what we're going to do. We'll find something, as I recall oh, from Shat. Oh, uh-oh. I'm supposed to pick up John Kerrigan at the <gasps> airport. That's right, you are. Uh, you can't be on the show just because you'll be in the car. You door number three, you have a lifetime supply of cat food. You don't have a cat. I have four cats, thank oh, you. Well, then, a cat dog food, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time are you picking up, John? Can well, we I, his, plane, his plane gets in at 10, and it's an hour plus for me to get there. So, theoretically, I could do it. I could do the show and then hop you in You could leave car. early if you had to. Start the show right. and then bail. All right. So, I am in. Tentatively, I am in. All right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that I works. Really we need heavy metal experts, and I am not one of them, so it would be useful to it, it is um yeah it's a tour de force of animation techniques yes, too. it is it is really good. unfortunately i didn't get to see it until it was out on cinemax or something or showing it oh man i saw it in the theater what a ride wow i was too young i was too but... <laughs> my dad took me to that after he took me to the thing so yeah. There was two, uh, two uh, very impressionable 14-year-old or 15-year-old me's. Your, your uh, Mary Beth, Dennis, your Dennis is asking to do the show. Uh, you're the boss, oh. boss. I don't care. Dennis, do you have great knowledge of heavy metal? Because that's the prerequisite. Yeah, it's a prerequisite. You must actually know and enjoy the thing we're talking about. Do you own it on some kind of... Media. Media. I do. I actually have heavy metal 2000 as well which wasn't yep. really as good um, that one disappeared without a ripple they, they, they yeah, did not it just it didn't it didn't follow the same theme as the original which is right. like yeah it just didn't work anyway but i heard there was talk of doing another one but uh, i think it ended up being turning into uh love death and robots which good I call love. actually that's Basically what i love love death and robots is awesome so Yep. Anyway, all right. It is after eight o'clock. Thanks everybody for joining us. We will be yes. Thank you so much for and of course if we and those of you that are coming up to tie for Shatner, we will definitely see you there. 
you there. Um, we'll be there with bells on, as they say. There's a pub with our name on it. There's always a something. There's a party <laughs> picnic table at the Super the party Bowl. picnic table with our name on it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you. Have a safe week, and we'll catch you next time. Live long and prosper.